Hello and welcome to another episode of the Car Magazine Formula One podcast. I'm Sean Parker. I'm joined in studio and on the pod by Nikesh Gubaji, car journalist. And we are talking about the Austrian Grand Prix, which is coming up this weekend. And we're also going to touch on a little bit about the Styrian Grand Prix, which which will take which took place at the same venue, the Red Bull Ring. And aptly named that because Red Bull absolutely dominated the race. Max Verstappen was peerless in his performance. Um, the Red Bulls were super quick. Um, obviously, Max got um, pole position. Uh, a boarding race in comparison to the the performances that we saw and, and what happened at Paul Ricard uh, the previous week. Yeah, so not not a boring race, but you know, I think in comparison to what we've seen so far over the last few races, definitely one of the least eventful. Um, a very straightforward race, pretty much like what we expected from that circuit, to be honest. Yeah. Jeez, uh, Verstappen just ran away from the start. What did you say his gap was at one point? No, like towards the end, it was close to 40 seconds. 40 seconds. Yeah. The man had the um, the call <laughs> to slow it down as he check it flag, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, dominant performance, yeah. and uh, let's just run through how it finished. So it was Verstappen first, Lewis Hamilton, the reigning champion, in second. Valtteri Bottas. We'll touch on that how he managed to hold off. Yeah, um, that was intense. Verstappen's teammate Sergio Perez mm. to claim third position. Another great performance by Lando Norris in the McLaren. Another person who, another driver who we rate very highly. Um, and then the two Ferrari, sixth and seventh. Yeah. So and then just to end off with the the top ten, Lance Stroll in the Aston Martin, Fernando Alonso in the points mm-hmm. in ninth, and the top ten was concluded by Yuki Tsunoda, who um, said that he that he felt that. The Alpha Tauri could have or needs to be competing against the, the Ferraris. Nikesh, from out of the top 10, who sort of stands out to you as the driver of the day? Um, and was Verstappen's performance what you expected? And yeah, just, just talk to us about that top 10. I've got to say it's, it's Verstappen. I mean, yes, that mm. he just found the first corner and he was gone. Uh, you can't criticize that driving at all. Uh, Bartes did a fantastic job at holding Perez off. We'll talk about that later, obviously, because yeah. that's a big talking point. Just can we, can we just touch on what happened to Bartes in in the pit lane uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday? We yeah, okay, let's talk about that. Uh, spinning out is extremely strange. Yeah, right. Comparisons made to Daniel Kvyat and yeah. Sky Sports repeatedly show that clip yeah. of of Bartes losing it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird. He's an experienced driver and mm. we all know that the pressure is on when you are racing for a top team. But I guess for many people, it's expected to not deal with the pressure, but to take it head on. Yeah. Uh, spinning out in the pits is a tricky move. You know? <laughs> I came across your, your tweet after that incident happened and you just said, I think you said something to the effect of the pressure's getting to him. Yeah. Um, and as you said, making those types of silly mistakes. It worsens his chances of um, staying. Yeah, because he yeah. got a, um, a great penalty for yeah. that. Three points, yeah. That's significant. So, what we what we saw happen was, um, in terms of, of, of how the race finished, Hamilton changed to the softs quite, quite late on, mm. which led to him uh, getting the, that extra point for the fastest lap. Yeah. Um, 
in terms of the championship, what's what's happened is that the Red Bull finishing first and fourth means that they are now forty points clear of of Mercedes in the constructors' championship. Verstappen has also increased his lead to eighteen points, and Toto Wolff, uh, team principal and Mercedes F one CEO, coming out after the race and saying that he thought that it wasn't a bad result. But what's tough is that is that it has been the first race in eight years, um, basically the turbo era, where Mercedes just lacked the pace. Concerning. And it's you wonder, is is Mercedes okay, they're lacking the pace of a Red Bull, but is it the case of the car lacking or is it the case of the Red Bull just being so good this year? Yeah. Um if one compares the we need the the distance that, or the time that Hamilton had over Verstappen when he won uh, the Stirling Grand Prix last season, and and if you remember those, uh, um, the circuit actually hosted the first two races of of the season, obviously mm. because of the way that the the coronavirus had affected the calendar. Yeah, Hamilton won the race by thirteen seconds, Nikish, mm. over Verstappen. Yeah, forty seconds. I mean, you know, at one point Verstappen had that lead over over Hamilton. Mm. Um, interesting. So. This, and and I guess the question is, do you think that Red Bull are overcommitting themselves in the development of their car this season to win the championship, and they're not keeping an eye on the regulations and what's at, and what's coming next year? I don't think so. I mean, you've got to focus on the season that you're working on. They've got mm. a team probably managing what's going to happen for the next set of regulations. Yeah. Um, but it, for me, you just look at Red Bull this year, and you. It's not just the car, it's the strategy, it's the consistency of the drivers knowing when to put the tires on. They haven't skipped a beat. Yeah. You know? So within a space of 12 months, Mercedes went from winning a race by 13 seconds mm. to Red Bull flipping that completely around yeah. and dominating. Completely. You know? yeah. um, another thing that Toto said after the race was, and this comes into, and, and a very good point on focusing on the now, mm. because if Red Bull win constructors and um, Max wins the driver championship. It's a dent in in Mercedes, and yeah. it's it, it's it's a kink in their sort of dominant period in the turbo mm. era. The fact that you know uh, Red Bull have have done this. So, ju- I mean, just in terms of of what Toto said. So he said that there were trucks and vans that Red Bull had brought on Thursday and Friday mm. with with new parts, and that's fair enough. It's it is a strategy and one that proves to be successful as it stands because today they were simply in a league. Of their own, uh, from a car pace perspective, according to Toto, the, um, Mercedes have stopped developing for this year because we believe that next year is is so is so important to get it right. Um, and Red Bull keeps on adding bits. Is this what do you think? I don't like the comment because yeah. one, it sounds like an excuse. Mm. You know, uh, two, it's not too late. Yeah, it sounds like he's throwing the championship away. It sounds like he's saying, ah, oh, we're giving up this year. Let's focus on next year. We know you've got to focus on this year. This was a very important year for Mercedes because it could have given Hamilton the opportunity to best Schumacher's championship yeah. um, record. I think it's a very strange thing to say. To focus on next year? Yeah, understandable. But if you really are... Okay, look, let's consider that budgets in Formula 1 are likely to be cut from aid of manufacturers because it's getting very expensive now yeah. especially with the developments and the new um, regulations that are keep um, new regulations that keep coming up it cuts into their budget you know it becomes more and more expensive to do so 
is it a case of them not having the resources to focus on now and next year and Red Bull just happening to have the extra money? In which case, can you criticize Red Bull for it if they've got better budgets? No, you can't. I, I, and and the what's coming out of um, Toto Wolf and Hamilton are very different because Hamilton's saying, great result, we managed to get points even though they were they were a dominant. Mm. Um, Mercedes managed to finish second and third. So Just Hamilton definitely hasn't given up. No. But as you say, the 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 uh, the statements coming from Toto Wolf is that you know we've sort of given up developing the car for for this year. Mm. Um, very little that they can do from a race pace perspective in a week as we as we look forward to to Sunday's race at the same venue. Yeah. Um, perhaps in in qualifying, there are some tweaks that Mercedes can make mm -hmm. to 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 at least try and get closer to. Um, to um, the Red Bulls, but still, I mean, if Max gets pole position, mm -hmm. he gets a better line, and he's, you know, obviously, a, it obviously gives him sort of like an advantage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, difficult points, I guess, to to hear from Toto. And as you say, I I'll, I agree with you. I don't like the fact that he's making excuses. Um, look forward to the next race. You know, don't yeah. don't. Okay. Sure. So let's look at uh, best of the rest. Mm. So Lando Norris? Yeah, so I want to talk about Norris. Um, extremely exceptional start. Mm. And then you just open the door and say, okay guys, you can overtake me. Yeah. A couple of laps in. <laughs> he didn't even bother to hold the defensive line when Perez was behind him. He just went left and Perez came through right. I mm. didn't understand. Mm. He had a good pace in the car. He was holding strong. Did the team tell him something? I don't know. It's very confusing. Because yeah. you know, I thought he was going to, you know, okay, cool. He's going to push for third. Mm. He's got a good start here. He was not closing in on Hamilton, but he was maintaining the gap. Yeah. And then just looked like his car lost pace. Yeah. Um, if we turn our attention to Ferrari, uh, mm. a good performance by Carlos Sainz. I think yeah. um, being able to keep up with Charles Leclerc, who's you know got sort of obviously more time in the car, mm. um, a good a good performance by the Ferrari drivers. And I think so. But Leclerc had a bit of a peculiar start, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't get off to. Uh, uh, look, I I think that um, we've mentioned this a lot, but the inconsistency of Ferrari, it, it it's almost like it's in every facet of the race, from the mm -hmm. start to yeah, you know. Yeah, there's going to be a mistake. Yeah, yeah there's like, going to be ah, something that Ferrari. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? And it's so it's so weird to not be talking about them. Yeah. You know, as part of the leading back, obviously last season they had a. They had a, a catastrophic um, season and, and mm. calendar because they just they were absolutely nowhere. And um, so what got me about um, Leclerc was how much of an impact his error made on uh, Gasly by giving yeah. him a puncture. Yeah, I mean, it properly screwed him over. That was damn. And uh, talking about the Alpha Tauri, so it was um, Yuki Tsunoda who finished just behind Fernando Alonso in tenth position. Um, Sunoda also had a grip place penalty that he felt was that the stewards were quite harsh mm. on him for. Um, but just he seems to be really getting to grips with the a Formula One car now. And yeah, his, his, his progression has been very impressive considering how young he is to the sport. Yeah, 
definitely um, one to watch out for in that in that grid. I mean, he's got the he's got the aggression that you need. Definitely. You know? What do you think about uh, about Lance still finishing in eighth? That's also, I mean, he's consistently been mm. in and around there. Yeah. Um, always just yeah. I, I, I think when if I mean first prize is is always better than your teammate. Yeah. Right, and he obviously beat beat Sebastian Vettel in that in that sense. Okay, so. Looking forward to Sunday, as I mentioned, the race will be at the same venue at the Red Bull Ring. Red Bull have won five races this season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but having um, a race at the same venue in consecutive weekends means that it does give everybody in the paddock um, the advantage to improve and better what their performances were, mm-hmm. obviously, um, last Sunday. So... If they're looking at their problems and you know they can obviously try and and, and iron out a couple of, of of issues that they had. Um, having said that, do you think that the front of the grid is going to change much in terms of Mercedes against against Red Bull? Well, the conditions won't be the same. Expecting yeah some rain. So that's 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 the little that's a little sort of. So yeah, ninety percent rain. Mm. It's the, these these rain predicted from Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Be in mind there was rain predicted for Sunday's race as well, and that didn't happen. Yeah, but it looks like. But I mean, ninety yeah, percent. You know, yeah. you, you and know, for the whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, so what we've seen, we can only base this on what we've seen already. At uh, Paul Ricard, rain is not a factor that Mercedes seems to be operating well in, simply based on their choice of tires. Mm. And maybe down four settings as well. The thing is, the Paul card one was like a late, you know, they found out late that it's going to be a rainy race. Yeah. Because we thought it was going to be clear. Um, so it'll, all eyes on Mercedes. I think it's, uh, I think it's a given at this point that Red Bull's coming in guns blazing. Top speed, not lifting, not lifting off the throttle. Mm. Um, everyone's going to be watching Mercedes to see what they do. Uh, are they going to have their strategy in order? Are they going to be prepared? Do they have the right tire choices? Oh uh, yeah. And if all of those variables play into Mercedes' hands, mm-hmm. we could see the rain master Lewis Hamilton. We could yeah. really. Um, I think Hamilton's been giving it his all this season. I think he's he's. I agree himself, with you. you know yeah. I mean? He's the fact that he is getting results with what has very clearly been. Disappointing team communication mm. thus far this year. Mm. Extremely disappointing from Mercedes, from a team that was, you know, sorted, organized. Yeah. And to see all of these mess ups. Yeah. Um, it just shows how great a driver Hamilton really is. He rises against the odds, which he has done before. Mm. Mercedes were a lot better. Their strategy was a lot better um, uh, in, in the past race. And I think the, the pit stops as well, as we've seen in previous races where they've mm. let down their drivers. Yeah. A lot and it's cost him um, but Hamilton not publicly as you know I mean he, he yes he's been the consummate professional in that he's managed to eke out brilliant uh, performances despite being sort of handicapped you know the as you said the wrong tire choice you know um, yeah. really really disappointing performances by the the pit crew mm-hmm. um, in, in um, at certain races but does that just show how good of a driver he is? And mm. and and definitely, yeah. I, he's still the best in the grid in my eyes. 
Exactly. I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mentioned to you before we came to come in and record this, how someone said that if Hamilton can claw back the 40-point mm. uh, gap that he has to Verstappen in the driver Championship, that would cement his place as the greatest of all time. Yeah, but he's already proved it. That's a, it's Absolutely. a strange comment to make, you know. Uh, it's also short-minded, you know, you've got to consider it's, it's a team sport. So there's one guy behind the wheel, but it's a team running the race. If, if Hamilton doesn't have the support, how much can we expect from him? Yeah. So, Red Bull on the soft tyres, their straight line speed is phenomenal. Mm. That Honda engine, the power unit is just performing at. No, it's like if they could get that VTEC in their road cars, <laughs> we'd be recommending it non-stop, you know? And exactly. I'm just thinking like, you know, you've got a Formula One fan watching with a Civic in his driveway. And he just sees that Honda badge in the wing, passing Ferraris, oh, Aston word. Martins, AMGs. Yeah. Yes, they're smiling at the moment. Yeah. Um, Nikesh, I, I, I believe that the um, that the label stickers and, and stuff are flying off the off the shelves, and I mean, we likely to see it on on guys VTX. And I mean, you know, this is a great opportunity for we're getting off Formula One here for a second, <laughs> yeah. but this is a fantastic opportunity. It's car culture for Honda to come out with some product to say, look, guys, our our engines yeah. are winning Formula One like they did in the old days. Yeah, let's make a you know Red Bull edition. Absolutely, you know, and. Um, it's yeah it's just it's i mean i think from a neutral fans point of view and even from the hardcore hamilton fans as well yeah. it's great to see competition yeah. in regardless, the, in the regardless sport. of who you're supporting this year yeah it's been it's been a, it's what we it's what we wanted fans. yeah um okay so with rain okay i mean obviously we know that it's going to be um, a rainy weekend mm. are you still do you still have max though as your favorite to win to win. Okay. Second place is a tough one because we know that Perez is, you know, he's not messing around. Mm. But Hamilton's still a fantastic driver. So, yeah, I don't know if they, Red Bull might be able to get a 1 2 in this one. Yeah. Right? It's all dependent on strategy. We don't yeah. know what the strategy is going to be. Uh, I think most likely, maybe it will be Verstappen Hamilton. But the big question is who's going to take that third place? Mm. I think it's going to be Perez. It will be a Red Bull, two Red Bulls in the podium. Okay. It's just a, a figuring out where Perez is going to sit. I just want to want, want to sort of touch on um, Valtteri Bottas's mm. uh, aggressive nature and the way that he's been driving. Is this what we should have seen all along over the past couple of seasons? No, let's be, let's be sympathetic to Bottas. I'm one who's been pretty hard on him yeah. as a driver for a while. You know that already. Um, but now we can see clear as day the frustrations that are involved with mm. essentially, let's call it what is this, being a second driver in Mercedes. Yeah. He's not the first driver. <laughs> um, and we see it on his posts and social media. We see it in the way that he drives. He's trying to push away from that narrative. Mm. He doesn't have the team or the car to do it, in my opinion. Um, and sadly, although he's a fantastic driver, I do not think he is a world champion. I think that frustration is coming out. I mean, yeah. I feel bad saying it because I, I genuinely I like him as a driver. I mm. think he's great. I think he's a great team player. I think I fully understand his frustrations. Where he's on the radio saying, "Guys, we should do two sub strategy. Why aren't you listening to me?" Yeah. But the fact that he's saying it in the radio and he knows others are listening, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel for him, man. He's just another another driver who we we fault for. Um, at the steering um, like Grand Prix is a man who's been linked with the Mercedes seat for next season uh, in George Russell yeah. in the Williams mm. power unit failure the man yeah, looked on board to to get his first points yeah 
and um, was pitted and yeah. a couple of minutes later he was still in the pits yeah. and they wheeled the car into the garage. Unreliability is going to be a case in Formula 1 for some teams, you know, mm. that's part of the sport. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that, uh, would you say Nikesh that, that, that also, sh- also brings to the fore um, the difference in budget between the teams in that they they have so many people who mm-hmm. can focus on the power and to make sure that yep. everything is sorted, like the likes of Ferrari, I'm sorry, the likes of, of Mercedes and Red Bull, whereas, yes, we know that the Williams is powered by a Mercedes engine, mm-hmm. but they don't have the top guys yeah. who are working at it, mm-hmm. you know, um, like on the team. So, I mean, you know, Russell, very good. I mean, Nikesh, no one's a bad driver in Formula 1. No, if you get a Formula 1 seat, unless you got the money for it. Yeah, unless you... Mazepin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, oh, sorry. Talking, talking about Nikesh Mazepin. Um, Gunther Steiner <laughs> gave him... What did he give him? A spin, the spinner thing. Yeah. Spin so, top. obviously, that's in reference to um, the nickname that Mazepin. Mazepin, Because yeah. he... Um, I think in one race, he managed to spin in every single practice. <laughs> Um, a session, yes. um, so and uh, yeah, he, he took it in good faith. But um, look, I mean, I, I wouldn't mess with that guy. I mean, his dad is you know friends with like Vladimir Putin. Yeah. You know, you I mean, Gunter, <laughs> yeah. you just you just don't know. So I think that Gunter Steiner's definitely got bodyguards. Yeah, um, uh, yeah um, he took it in good in good spirits, yeah. um, but. Yeah, let's let's see what the the Austrian Grand Prix can can give us. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of fans will be hoping that there's a torrential downpour in yeah. the Austrian hills at mm-hmm. the day wedding just to shake things up a bit. Yeah, just shake things up, but also consider how many red flags come out on a rainy day, which yeah. makes it frustrating. Yuki Tsunoda, do not go gung ho yeah. into <laughs> those. Yeah, just 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 keep your head. It's all about um, the, it's it's endurance. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thank you for for joining us. Um, there wasn't there weren't many talking points, but uh, I think that we are happy that the championship is being fought between mm-hmm. two drivers. I think yeah. you know we've become used to Hamilton absolutely dominating yeah. every. There's every, always there's always those periods in Formula One where yeah, the driver we've seen it. We've seen and it. And then we see transitions, and then someone else dominates. Yeah, it's like an ebb and flow. Um, would you say that I'm an I'm going to push you for an answer this, but would you say that Verstappen's performances of late are similar to what you've seen from Hamilton over the years? Like, yeah, it's a like carbon copy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, we were talking about that 2007, 2006, 2007, the first two seasons of mm. Hamilton. He came in guns blazing as well, made a couple of mistakes, learned from it, became one of the most winning world championship drivers we've seen. Yeah. Could be the same story for Verstappen. And Bernie Eccleston, as much as I hate to say it, yeah, he called it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, this is the other thing, right? So, if if Max wins the the championship this season, mm-hmm. um, and okay, Toto Wolff is saying now that you know, like Merkel gonna are, are focusing on next year's car. Um, you know, Hamilton is in the sport because he wants to beat Michael Schumacher's record. Yeah. So we could see this only happen in a couple of years. We also couldn't see it happen because, yeah, it might, yeah. you know, Max might, this yeah. this might be the year where Hamilton's dominance is completely eroded. I think so. And if if he's, uh, Dr. Wolf is saying stuff like that this year mm. and next year comes and it's the same story, it's going to either push Hamilton to another team 
in which case he, he, he won't get that title. We've seen so many drivers yeah. go to another team and it's a disaster. Vettel, um, number one example of that. Um, or he's just going to say, you know what, I'm going to go and chill in Monaco with Rosberg. I'm done with this. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, and yeah, I think Nico Rosberg on, on, on Sky Sports that man asks hard questions. Eh? Oh. He, he puts guys on the spot. I remember there was a, an issue with in the previous race with um, Lando Norris and Pierre Gasly. Mm. And Rosberg mentioned to Gasly something that Norris had said on the radio. He said, like, this guy called you like an idiot. What do you think about that? <laughs> and Nico was like, whoa, I know, like, yeah. This, but we need people like Nico Rosberg. Yeah. On TV because yeah, that guy he should actually could just, just gonna be a commentator for for, for like for UFC. Sure, for sure, man. Yeah, um, they were just just the last point now, just mm-hmm. um there were rumors of Hamilton joining Red Bull and partnering Max Verstappen before Red Bull signed Sergio Perez. No. The fact that Perez is there now and mm-hmm. that I mean Max obviously will not agree to, f- no, to Hamilton becoming Hamilton. a yeah. Doesn't make sense. Um so it's set up nicely for Hamilton to really mm. push in and, and try and, you know, better um, um, the Schumacher's record. So we'll have to wait and see. Guys, thank you much, so, so much for joining us uh, on the pod. Enjoy the race and let us know who you think will finish on the podium in the comment section. Goodbye for now.